0: Imperial Episode 3 At some point, the cartographic troop left to begin the trip to the Greater Hidden Mountains. But those pages are missing, or maybe some of those that were damaged beyond repair. The following is a partial section that survived from the larger entry, and I believe it is from the trip north out of Zizihar.
1: Potreste immaginare di viaggiare attraverso un impero del genere con un imperatore a fianco, attraversare fiumi e grandi vallate con l'uomo che le tiene nelle sue mani? Padre Verbist, che ora ci guarda dal Regno dei Cieli, fu colui che compita l'impresa, misurando gran parte della Cina accanto a al... lui. Could you imagine traveling through such an empire with an emperor at your side? To cross rivers and great valleys with the man who holds them in his hand? Father Verbist, now watching from the kingdom of heaven, did such a thing when he survived much of China at the side of Emperor Kangxi. While impressed with the beauty of this empire, I am in awe of vast wonder in all of God's kingdom. Just last year, the initial survey of this area took place and a map was drawn up. While the emperor seemed pleased with the result, the areas that were left void of study still requires some additional examination and documentation, and he gave us further leave to expand the map of his realm and the extent of our knowledge. I still have much to learn regarding cartographic measurements, and Father Martinez under great pressures to teach me well. While I am competent in the use of the astrolabe to determine latitude, the determination of longitude is significantly more difficult to calculate though I have faith that with guidance I will be of ample assistance to Father Martim. For my interest in the other matters of the natural world, I am delighted to find that Anthony, our servant from Goa, is proficient in the accurate capturing of an object's or person's likeness. Though Anthony speaks many languages from the Indian subcontinent, he is not proficiently literate in any and finds more pleasure in drawing than reading. To the amusement of us all, he produced today the most wonderful likeness of Lee, a servant and guard of our official escort, Jing Wei. I have discussed with Anthony the option of a partnership to create an impressive document of local wildlife to be sent back to the church of our order in Europe. I am sure the library will find the representations presented by Anthony and the accompanying examinations provided by myself to be of great interest. Anthony seemed flattered by the request. And when he is not otherwise in service, he is happy to continue his visual documentation of the surrounding land of China. I see this as having success to match or exceed the previous book I compiled regarding the flora and fauna of Goa for representation among other Portuguese
0: colonies. This next short surviving section was difficult to place, though, with its reference to the Ganga River, I believe it took place approximately
2: here in a timeline. The time working in these instruction sets the us even further but his enthusiasm and energy allows for the benefit of doubt, and his abilities to learn and efficiently work. Lord, give me patience. Of other note, we came upon a most peculiar sight on the opposing bank of the Gang River. While working our way up the river, Lee, servant on Jingwei, pointed out the emergence of a group of people from a distant tree line. We were not headed that direction, and did not choose to break course, but they appeared to wave at us from the distance. Jingwei believes he identified them as a local people, perhaps the Oeng, as their manner of dress, even from afar, differs from the normal populace's attire in Peking and Sitzihar. They waved the taas with the full extent of their arms, and we could hear an echoing call. The group continued in this manner for some time, but we soon continued on our way. We settled down for the evening in a clearing near the river, and Lee, an avid fisherman, caught us some species of carp fish for our nightly supper.
0: The document ended there, as the rest of the page is missing. The following is a piece by Jing Wei Chen. It is written in Mandarin and is thus most likely a personal record.
3: Qing Shengzu Kangxi nian Sui Yue Year 1711, August 17th, under Emperor Kangxi's reign. Our continued journey today was fruitful, but we are all tired. Due to the mountainous terrain and constant obstacles, we are now without horses. This is fine as we still have our porters, and I have traveled through similar terrain before. This area is not unknown to me, but it is also not familiar. I've been on official trips to the outlying villages north of Tsisihar, but this is certainly a further and wilder trip than any previous. Lee, who I've brought with me to these northern providences from the garrison on multiple occasions, has no additional local knowledge but enjoys such travels. I was discussing the current date with Martin today. We have suffered delays, on this we agree, but if we work efficiently, we can survey the intended area within a few weeks and return to Tsisihar for the cold winter season. This autumn seems long, and we can only hope for a mild transition into winter. Rain and humidity can be a problem here, and I worry about heavy mists that may settle in the deeper the season grows. Yet certainly we cannot become lost. We are here to create the map.
0: The next entry that survives is brief, but can be placed chronologically thanks to the surviving date.
1: Thirty settembre, anno di nostro Signore 1711. Abbiamo realizzato ulteriori progressi durante il nostro viaggio nella regione della magnifica montagna Kingane. e durante la sosta in un posto che avevamo già precedentemente mappato, Padre Martín mi ha dato l'opportunità di migliorare la mia pratica. Sono deluso dalla mia prestazione. 30th of September, year of our Lord, 1711. We have made further progress with our journey to the Greater Kingdom Mountain region. And while we stop in an area that had been previously survived, Father Martin gave me the opportunity to review my practical knowledge. I am disappointed in my performance. It having taken me three attempts to secure an accurate measure of distance. But I am certain now I can enact my duties with little to no error. On the topic of the possible almanac of flora and fauna, Anthony and I are glad to accept the assistance of Lee. Lee, from a family somewhat south of Peking, grew up as a farmer, fisherman, and hunter, and is avid in his exploration and understanding of the natural world and its many inhabitants. So, as Anthony creates the visual representations, I work to document and translate information on the subjects recited by Lee. It is a task I will work upon further, certainly, and these efforts will only be enhanced by my improving ability to communicate in Mandarin. Great stretches of land now separate us from Tsitsi Har and the many smaller towns and villages of China. Here, soon, we will enter the mountains, and already we journey through hills and darkening forests. The skies become heavier with the passing days. Their weight pushes down upon us, Each breath feels thick by midday. The nights are growing colder and each morning there is a mist in the valleys. Lee says there is rain
2: on the horizon.